What's up, my people? I'm your host, Chad Hostack, coming in with a good word. Um, today, I would like to talk about the menu of life. If we were to look at um, life as like a menu, well, if you're in America like me, let's see what's on the menu. Well, there's the current thing, whatever it is, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's you know, Russia and Ukraine, whether it's Roe v. Wade, you know, things that we don't really have much say or influence on, you know, whatever the, or, or it's not even just about politics, it could also be the current trending TikTok challenge, or social media thing, or something in the news that, you know, it could be a tragedy, it could be a pop star, it could be a celebrity died. That's on the menu. That's the first thing that you're provided with every day <clears throat> where you can respond to it, react to it, be indifferent towards it, which is usually my go-to. There's bitching about the current thing. That's the first thing on the menu of life. And then there's college, which is a, you know, it's a wonderful thing, but it's also not. It depends what you want to go in there for and what your life looks like after college you pick the right degree you're fine you can pay off the debt you pick the wrong degree yeah you're stuck with debt till you can pay it off somehow some way there's also two different paths they're on the menu freedom and belonging you can go the freedom routes you can be an entrepreneur you can live life as a monk. You can be a hermit. You can be a lone wolf. You could go off grid, be a survivalist, all sorts of stuff down that path. Or you could choose the path of belonging, belonging to a college, belonging to the workforce, um, belonging to some sort of political party or ideology belonging to a religion belonging to a philosophy um belonging to a hobbyist thing like being a car guy or a car gal maybe you're a truck person you know being part of some sort of club and contextually you could get away with doing both in some contexts, you're an entrepreneur, but in other contexts, you're a car guy or a car gal or whatever. That's on the menu. So you might be thinking, it's like, why isn't anything good on the menu? <laughs> well, the thing is, like, the rest of the menu is up to us. What, what we want and need can be on the menu, but that comes with some, some contingencies and a catch. So let's talk about what's not on the menu. Not well, what's not on the menu having a family unless unless you find someone and have the means for it like a career and money. You also what's not on the menu owning property or a house unless you have the means for it like a career and money. And the last thing that's not on the menu is free stuff, you know, free education, free college, free health care, free trade school, um, 
I mean, nothing in this life is truly free, but, you know, for simplicity's sake, we're calling it free stuff. Like, there, there's no free stuff. Not, not that I can think of. So, making the menu work for you. Well, figure out what you want and what you need. And that's not always going to be obvious to us what we want and need. You know, that that's the truth. That's why we have to sometimes... some. I mean, sometimes we do know what we want to need right off the bat. Like, let's say we have some sort of problem where it's like... You know, I... You know, I, I want to live stream, but my internet connection isn't that great. Therefore, I must, you know, get my laptop closer to the router or the modem. Or I have to, you know, disconnect other devices from the Wi-Fi. Or maybe I should plug in the Ethernet. Or maybe I should upgrade my internet stuff. You know, so, sometimes it is obvious to us, like, what we want to need based off problems or just based off we want something where everything in life could be going fine but you're just like you know what? i really want to root your float you know it could be something like that but there's also times what we want to need out of life is is not obvious to us and sometimes we don't even need or want anything in life and that's perfectly fine sometimes we don't need to put what we want or need on the menu because we already have it you know, you, you're allowed to be content with what you have. You're allowed to not want or need anything out of life, which is arguably the most contrarian thing you can do, <laughs> or one of them. You know, to, to be at peace with where you are and where you're going. But, you know, for me, like, what's on my menu in life? Like, I, I would really like to build a social media following, particularly on YouTube, not just for money and stuff, but just because I like connecting with people. You know, so I, I have some things that I want to do with my life. I have some things I want to do further. And I just redesigned my website and I'm looking to start blogging again. I'm starting completely from scratch. And truth be told, I don't really know what I want to blog about yet. And that's, that's only like half true. I do have... A, a backlog of ideas for content and I am writing the outline to three different ones and you know what that's the thing like it enriches my life the things I want to need enrich my life the same might be for you and it is possible to want things that won't or need things that would would not enrich your life sometimes we think we need something when we don't and sometimes we want something that could be the worst thing for us like if you're a depressed person and you're thinking, I need a girlfriend to be happy, then that, that's not going to be good for you nor the girl or guy, whoever you are. You know, switch it to however you need it to be for you. But, you know, sometimes we need to, like, try try things out in order to figure out what we actually want and need. You know, because you can you can try doing something new like picking up chess and think, man, why didn't I have this in my life before? I want to keep doing this. And maybe it helps you make better decisions so that are therefore then therefore you need it. And so therefore you acquired a want and need for chess, playing the game chess, which is awesome. And by the way, a really cool thing about chess is it, you know, teaches you 
um, to consider a counterparty's priorities. That's a really cool takeaway and feature about chess. And so, yeah, when, when you meet new people and you try to, doing different things and you, you just have new experiences, it gives you more clarity about what you want and need in life, at least typically. So yeah, just figure out what you want and need by trying out different things or even just reevaluating yourself and see if you actually don't want or need anything. And so when it comes to figuring out, after you figured out your wants and needs, make your choices and lifestyle designed in a way where it gets you what you want and what you need. So when it comes to, to me, like one example from my life, um, when I have a, when I know I'm going to the gym the next day, I make sure that my workout clothes have gone through the washer and dryer and they're folded sitting on my chair by my bed. So when I wake up, it's easy to just put those on and then go to the gym and work out. I, I designed my, my life in a way where it's easy to do the things I know I want to do and need to do. And so another thing you could do, or well, actually another example from my life, you know, I, I want to write daily. So I make that easily. I have a legal pad and a pen on my nightstand by my bed. So every morning when I wake up, I write something down on it. And every night before I go to bed, I mind dump. Which, by the way, mind dumping has improved my sleep quality as well as my dreams. Like the times I, I don't mind dump, like just write all the thoughts that I have on the legal pad before bed the more negative my dreams are, or the experience of my dreams are more negative. Uh, but when I properly mind dump, um, I have a more positive experience with my dreams. And I don't know if it's true or not that your dreams are meaningful and that there's, or that they're the unconscious communicating with you. It makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't know how I would accept this, but I also don't know how I would disprove it either. Um, so we're just going to roll with it being the unconscious communicating with you. Like, I, I just find that really interesting that our unconscious communicates with us when we're sleeping. Like, that's the time it talks to us. That's, that's interesting. And, you know, my dreams are complex. I do know that there's a narrative to them. It will make, the narrative will make sense in the dream, but it won't make sense when I wake up from it. And, um... Yeah, it's just interesting how when I declutter my mind before I go to bed, you know, the dream experience is on average, like typically way more positive than when I don't mind dump before bed. And, and you know, like, I do look up the meanings behind the dreams that I have, and I think a lot of the websites are pretty accurate. Because sometimes their interpretations of certain symbols and archetypes and situations from dreams, um, their explanation for it is usually pretty spot on and it will correlate and it will make sense as per what the dream was communicating to me. 
So it's just a really interesting phenomenon. You know, and even if it isn't the unconscious talking to me, it's definitely like a different mode of thinking than, say, when you're awake and waking life or whatever the dream people call it. And so me having that legal pad system for morning writing and nighttime writing keep keeps my writing skills sharp. It keeps my mind clear. And also write during the day, too. And sometimes it's digital, like in a note-taking app, or sometimes it's on, you know, social media, or sometimes it's on my site or my blog or whatever. Like, um, I'm able to meet my goal because I set my life up in a way where I make it easy to make the choices that will lead me to become who I want to be. Like going to the gym, I become more physically fit. And who I want to be in terms of, like, lifestyle-wise, I want to be a writer. And I want to write as much as I can because I get a lot of benefits from it. I mean, there's other things in my life like that, too. I just don't want to go over them all. But the point is, is, like, when you figure out what you want to need in life and who you want to be, you know, it's really about, like, making your choices in lifestyle engineered in a way where you're likely to keep making progress until you get what you want and need. And I mean, I say this all the time, but the bucket list is so critical to that. And financial wise too. In fact, that might be the most important thing for you to get control of. I mean, yeah, it's important to control your mind and such. Um, that's a given, but your finances have a lot to do with like what you worry about. You know, the more money you have, the less worries you'll have. Like, um, you know, set your life up in a way where you, where you can live below your means. Cause if you don't live below what you make, you're broke. And a lot of people justify being broke for their ego. <laughs> like, like I, I did it so I would feel this way. I did it. I did. I, 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 I went broke because I wanted to feel this way. I wanted to have this experience. And, and usually it's not even like a dire thing. You know, that little bit of suffering you would have endured for not having the new whatever or not eating out or whatever you spent your money on. Like, the suffering from... From having that lack of experience and that lack of possessions, the lack of purchases, you would have been way happier in the long run having money in the bank. But yeah, that's the thing. People people in America and probably other places too, they mess up their lives and they try to justify it. That's absurd. I mean, I've done it. I'm guilty of it too. I was a perfect example, but I'm doing way better than I've ever been. And, you know, I think a really big problem is people don't think a lot about what they want and they don't think a lot about what they need. I also think another problem with that is a lot of people, um, might actually not want or need anything and still fail to be at peace. And I think lifestyle has, has so much to do with this. 
Because, like, even though it's unfortunate that I might not ever have a family and that I might not ever own a house or property, I'm still 100% happy with my life and happy with myself and happy with where I've been, who I am, and where I'm going and where I'm at. Nearly every day. Like, it, I'm, it's so consistent that it's, I'm able to say every day. And that's because I pay attention to my mental health, physical health, and financial health. The wellness model, though I talked about in the beginning of this podcast, in my first 10 episodes, you know, it's still something that I use daily. I'm, I'm constantly journaling about my mental health, and I'm constantly journaling about my physical health. I'm constantly journaling about my financial health. I'm also making moves towards having better mental health, better physical health, and better financial health. And that's why I'm happy. And that's why I'm going to be more successful in the future. Because I'm consistent with this. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the menu of life either. And if you are, good for you. I don't know how, but good for you. But yeah, it's like, you know, I would like it to be easier to acquire a family or a house or property. But truth be told, I'm not willing to put in the work towards that situation with how reality is set out now or how it's set up. You know, so I don't want to have a wife and children bad enough. Um, At least not now. And I don't want to have a house or property bad enough or like to own own a house and property, at least for now. Now, what would be my game plan if I wanted a wife and kids and a house and property? Well, I would consider, well, I wouldn't consider, I would actually just get a tutor to get my reading, writing, and math, that those forms of intelligence up to college level. And I would choose a degree that would get me a close to six-figure salary or even a six-figure salary. Um, With my orientation towards things, I'd probably get a business degree of some kind. Um, And if I could get a job that would give me like between fifty dollars and $70,000 a year, um, I think that would be just enough to eventually not only pay off the debt, if there is any debt, depending how I get the degree, and then also um, eventually save for a house. And I would still keep my bills minimalistic just because I have more money doesn't mean I'm going to acquire unnecessary bills. And I would save as much as I could and eventually get a wife who, you know, I would find someone who's as much as marriage material as possible. And then I would get a house with her by possibly combining our money, maybe, or maybe I'd get it myself and then have kids like that's, that's the rough draft of how I would go about that off the cuff. But maybe it wouldn't be a business degree. Maybe it would be a computer science degree. Um, those Computer science would be the only 
real employable degree that I would actually like to do. Math, coding, sitting at a computer all day. It's an option on the table. So, um, you know, like, e even though some of the things we want and need may be difficult to get, it will actually take work. We either work for what we want and need or we don't. <laughs> you know, like, that that's really the bottom line. Uh, do you want to bitch about the current thing? You can do that. Do you want to go to college? You can do that. Um, do you want a family? You can do that, but you got to work for it. Do you want a house and property? You can have it, but you got to work for it. See, like, the American dream isn't really dead. It's just like... You have to be willing to do something that the world needs from you. So maybe it's not college, like a valuable degree there, like computer science, engineering, uh, lawyer, doctor kind of stuff. Maybe maybe you're meant to be a tradesperson, a tradesman, a tradeswoman. Maybe you're meant to be a plumber. Or maybe it's not even that you're meant to, but you know that's what you're supposed to do in order to achieve what you want. That is on the menu, but is very difficult to get. But I kind of understand what people mean when they say the American dream is dead. I kind of understand it in the sense that, you know, um, things aren't as affordable for younger generations like it was for the boomers, right? The baby boomers. So in a way, I kind of, I, in that sense, I get it. However, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it's not impossible to get. It's just you actually have to work for it and do something that the world actually needs. And that's just kind of the uncomfortable reality about it for a lot of people. And so, when it comes to life, like, can you have anything you want? That's a good question. Well... I wanted nothing more than to be in the army since I was a little kid. Wanted to be like my dad. I love and appreciate my dad. And um, he's a really smart man, one of the smartest people I ever met. And he's really big hearted too. Rare, rare combination. He's, he, in my opinion, he's a good person. But we all got our flaws and traits, including me. Um, when it comes to the military, I couldn't get in even with a medical waiver because of my brain injury. That happened at 45 days old and the removal of a non-cancerous cyst from the back of my head. And also uh, bipolar disorder. I took medications. So, yeah, I was crushed that I was not legally able to get into the military. I wanted to be in the army. But the thing is, I, the, pay attention to what I said, the phrasing. I said, not legally able to be in the military. The thing is, I didn't want it bad enough where I, I, I didn't network my way into an illegal entry point that would have got me into the army. Like, I'm, I'm sure it was absolutely possible for me to get what I have wanted if I wanted it bad enough. And I know I said I wanted it more than anything. 
But the thing is, like, I wasn't willing to try to, like, illegally get in. I didn't want it that bad. Right? I didn't want it bad enough. So, yeah, and you can have anything you want if you want it bad enough and you actually work for it. Um, and maybe there's some things you want that just aren't available in your lifetime. Like, let's say I want a cure for bipolar disorder. And, I mean, I know you could, like, counter-argue and be like, well, you know, maybe the pharmaceutical company is hiding it. Okay, okay, yeah, but that's that's a possibility, but let's, for the sake of what I'm saying, let's let's not talk about that. Let's talk about as if it's not discovered and being secretly hidden, right? Like, I want a cure for bipolar disorder, but maybe it's just not in my lifetime I could have it. Maybe some years later, someone like Elon Musk, or maybe even himself, invents it. And, yeah, like, like I, I do believe anything is possible and you can have what you want. Um, and, you know, may, maybe, maybe you could, or maybe I could invent the cure for bipolar disorder in my lifetime. Maybe. That's a possibility too, but the thing is like anything is possible and because of that I do believe you can have anything you want within your lifetime. That's why I was really trying to get out. But the thing is you actually have to work for it. And by the way, that that is one of my bigger regrets in life and my top 3 of my top 3 regrets in life out of many. I, I would say one of the top three, if not the second biggest regret I have, is I didn't properly take the time to learn to read, write, and do math. I could have done a lot more with my life from a younger age if I really would have been a better student. And I'm not going to take the full blame for it. I do believe the education system could have been better, too. Um, my teachers and such. Uh, it, it's a it, it's a two way street here. I'll I'll take half the blame, but not the full blame. And so, you know, I I really wish I would have taken the time to properly learn those things, and that includes music theory. And I, I'm not really interested in doing music anymore. The last song I completed by myself was in was in 2018. And I never really did solo songs before. I did a couple times before while I was in a band for fun. But, you know, I, I'm not really good at doing music by myself. And also, even the genres I want to do, I don't know if I could build a dedicated following to it. And also, it's an expensive hobby. So I did sell my music gear recently. And I have no regrets about that. And, you know, I, I'm trying to allocate my time towards to, towards the rest of my bucket list. But I'm, I still might make a song, at least one song, um, later on in life. Maybe. It depends. But, you know, I'm very satisfied with where I've been, where I am, where I'm going. It's just my one regret is I really wish that... I took the time to properly learn um, reading, writing, math, and also getting good at music production and music theory. 
And so that's why I'm taking so many of my projects slow, like my blog and stuff, because I'm looking at YouTube videos on properly writing essays, properly writing out outlines, making sure that my con my content can be the best it can be. And so you can learn a lot from your, your regrets. Your regrets teach you what you need to do differently in the future. Very much like failure. Um, you know, and I think it's okay to have regrets. You know, everyone says, live life with no regrets. Well, did you learn anything? <laughs> I like regret because it helps me internalize the lesson that I need to know for the future. Because I don't want to repeat these mistakes and have even more regrets and amplify the weight of the burden. I don't want to do that. I don't want to increase the weight of my burdens. You know, so I'm going to let regret be entertained, internalize the lesson, and then correct it. And then, voila, it's only history. And it's no longer the monkey on my back, so to speak. But even the monkey on your back says, come on, let's roll. Yep, even the burdens on your back are telling you, come on, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> you know? And that's one of the more humbling things about life. doesn't matter who you are and what your problems are. You have the choice and ability and freedom to think, say, and do whatever the fuck you want and need to do. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the best part about life. Is if you don't like your life or the menu of life for any given reason... You can change it. At any given time. You can change who you are and reinvent yourself. You can change your priorities and your habits and your doings. You can change your mental habits, your physical habits, and your financial habits. And just become a way better version of yourself. And have a way better life than you ever anticipated. Don't forget that. Even the monkey on your back says, come on, let's roll. <laughs>